What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Black Oak House Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of The Flash. This is season seven, episode 14. Ryo Deleuze. Hopefully I said that right. Story by Jess Carson. Teleplay by Jonathan Butler and Gabriel Garza. Directed by Daniel Panabaker. I give this episode a 7.2 out of 10. I like the action scenes. I wanted more of that and they gave it to me. I have no complaints there. Um, the arc, as much as I really wanted to enjoy it, I didn't as much. Um, I understand with characters like any new character, <laughs> really, that's introduced. Sometimes people like people right away. Like, if you were Chester and you were black, of course, most people would be like, yeah, I love Chester. Because you're supporting, you know, not only the character, but really their nationality. I, I'm still lukewarm <laughs> on Chester. I like him. But I'm not where a lot of other people are on his spectrum, certainly. And I'm not to say, because I already can hear it. Oh, well, that's not the reason why I like Chester because he's black. No, that's not the only reason why I'm saying. I'm saying that pretty much put most of your foot in the door. Let's be real. (laughs) Stop it. Acknowledge that point. And on top of that, you really like the character. I am rooting for Chester because he's a black character. And I support my black characters. However, he hasn't... Other than that... For the most part, I'm not really invested in um, a lot of what he's doing right now. That's not to say I can't be. The same with Allegra. It's okay that it takes time for these characters to grow on you. That's allowed. It's allowed to happen. So that's kind of how I saw this or viewed this episode as a growing episode for the characters. And I'm growing with them. But it wasn't a incredibly concise uh, amount of events and it also goes into some other issues that the flash is having which is how they treat their villains and i cannot help but be (laughs) thoroughly dry and sarcastic anytime they decided in this episode to continue to bring that up as if that was somehow a uh, positive so let's go ahead and jump into the recap. Allegra is begging her cousin, no prima, no. And immediately we go 12 hours earlier, where Barry tells them he's going on vacation. And by them, I mean Allegra, Frost, and Chester. At Chester's suggestion to go on vacation. When I saw that flashback, really, nigga? That was so unnecessary. Despite the fact that Barry did get a little lost in how he wanted to focus only on his wife. (laughs) He skipped that part about how they're creating life as well. Like that's a little TMI. So away they go. Since there isn't any major bads on the radar. And a reason why we don't see them the rest of this episode. Frost has an errand she has to run. Leaving Allegra who gets a tip about her assassin cousin, even Chester, who very much 
felt like Will Byers all alone just wanting to play D&D. To be fair, I would not. That's white people uh, shit, man. Joe has uncovered at Fort Dakota that Kramer argued with a soldier named Adam Craig, who told her to stick to the plan. He visits Cecile in her office, and that is the extent of <laughs> of Cecile's storyline. But she had a big story last week, so it's nice that she's more of a support there for Joe. This is the same man that led the team into the ambush and uh, miraculously survived along with Kramer. So Joe feels she's still a good cop, but went to all this trouble to dig up damning evidence to the contrary. He just wants the truth. Chester meets with Allegra at Jitters, and he did not know that he had elf ears on the entire time. No one, including Marco, told him about this and he just got his coffee from said person but there's bad blood since he won't let him back on his campaign because chester tells marco you can't throw fire spells in unarmed combat he's like i thought this was grand theft auto where all rules apply she basically called him to collude anyway because she goes so I have been breaking all the rules using the CC tip line so that I can locate my assassin cousin who's still out there killing, but her next target is in Central City. So I want to get through to her so that we can be a family again. Stop it. Get some help. I feel as if Allegra kept skipping over the assassin part, but she was like, but she's my prima. Prima. Ah, cousin. I know that because of um, charm. See, I'm learning. He would get her to stand down or she is going to get her to stand down and I hope go to prison. But of course, this is what Barry have taught his generation that if it's family, you don't go to jail. Nah, we just we just have a talk. We have a strong talking to ultraviolet shows up to tell her grave tell her that her grave is missing a corpse she then whoops everybody's ass and while i like the choreography when did allegra turn into a street fighter (laughs) then sue's ass pops up out of absolutely nowhere to talk mad shit before sirens chase esperanza away she tells her cousin to stay out of my business my business my business back the fuck up about my business because it's mine oh mine at star lab sue tells allegra your cousin is certifiably bad and they are lucky she was hunting said assassin and the reason why she stayed in central city in the first place as for some reason allegra got punched in the face and did not get a broken nose or even a nose bleed but you got chester over there that tried to use a stool in a fight like that was a weapon and then it got his hand all fucked up so he's getting band-aid but she took several punches to the exact face and it's perfectly fine sue wants to know where the big guns are where's iris where's barry where's even frost no where have all the big guns gone they out so this is the team for the rest of the day 
Sue had my exact and probably the entire fandom's reaction. Shit, motherfucker, ass tits, cunt, cock, motherfucker, shit, ass tits, motherfucker, shit, come on. Fickety I did love Chester smiling like he knows this shit ruined her entire night. Sue is like, No, fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. But Allegra wants to redeem her, which is what Barry would do. And despite two against one, Chester does point out there is a life in danger. So we have to save that person. Though that is not even what Allegra's primary goal was. I also dislike that Allegra still calls Chester Chuck. And she kept doing it as if that is totally not his name. And he being like, oh, but you can call me Chuck. Yeah, but my name is also Chester. (laughs) I can see it as like every once in a while. But to go like even when he's in danger, you still calling him Chuck. Like that's the time where you break. It's not a joke anymore. Like he's eventually going to have a complex that his name is Chuck. Um, Sue is able to determine that esperanza is heading to a free clinic per the pattern of her movements and has the photon bomb ready to take her out so she's gonna go charge that while chester puts his game face on but allegra tells him i'm sorry you're gonna have to sit this one out because you're a pacifist instead of more appropriately you have no powers because that would have been the first thing i said to him like bruh you don't have any powers they better not get this boy no powers either. Ultraviolet chases a doctor, but is stopped by the always overdramatic Sue. I will say it is beginning to be part of her charm. <laughs> Who helps the man escape while Allegra cuffs Ultraviolet. She's like, you fools, you don't understand my mission. She wasn't hired, but she's trying to kill the man that made her into a monster. Cue the violins. They ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine but you just can't get into it because they would never understand you really trying to tell me after carver was murdered that you had no agency what happened to your life after that you just walked around like shredder esperanza in the pipeline talks about how she was savagely turned into a meta to be sold to the highest bidder and the doctor she was trying to kill olsen is the one that did this to her and will do something like this to other people she wants to stop him and hearing how her cousin blames her for abandoning her by getting out of prison and not becoming a criminal allegra decides she's gonna become a criminal because it needs to happen how do i reach these kids sue the voice of reason in this entire episode is like no 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 but allegra pulls a what would barry do and lets her go to kill olsen together because that's totally what barry would do and I'm not saying Barry would not go after Olsen, but he ain't, like, she's clearly intending to kill him. That is totally on the table. There's no talk of putting him in jail, making him pay for his crimes. Like, no, I want to murder this man. Okay, let me help you do that. Esperanza tries to train Allegra to use her powers because her weak and pathetic, and then tosses her like a rag doll when Sue shows up to challenge her to a fight chester comes in with snacks and catches yet another l chester now got a hand and an arm sling he can't talk allegra out of her bad decisions so sue thinks she must while chester has a light bulb moment on how they can actually track 
the matter thereafter let's check back in with joe who goes to see kramer he comes in all reasonable like hey i learned some things but you know i'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt because i think that you deserve it and then she acts all guilty in response and threatens to arrest him he runs back to cecile to tell her what happened she's like well maybe she is guilty and he's like no but my heart says and then i'm like if you care so much i mean if you care so much for your people anyway you should tell sing and not let her talk her way out of anything because that's a possibility or if you really just wanted to know you know you could have followed her you could do so much more than what you're doing right now like your motivations are unclear to me <laughs> like do you want her replaced or do you not want her like you, you don't agree with her agenda so you step down but then you think she's all right so you leave your guys with them but you don't want to leave your guys with them because maybe she ain't all right like what's up with your back and forth sue approaches allegra who's crying because she's like she's my only family and we survived the streets together and i wouldn't have survived if it wasn't for her and i can't just abandon her and sue's like well sometimes you gotta abandon your family because that's just is what it is some people can't be saved and i feel as if they're trying to act like that's not a possibility and it's absolutely incorrect some people cannot be saved and the way they tried to push this i wanted to smack them a bit because sue goes into well my parents they were being blackmailed into black hole then they got a taste of the lifestyle and decided you know what i like doing illegal activities so i'm not gonna stop and she tried to talk her parents out of it but they didn't want to be saved allegra points out yeah they don't want to be saved but it's our job not to let them go because that's what team flash does and i'm like but that's also this is an assassin like there needs to be a line and the fact that barry hasn't taught them a line is just on him <laughs> assassins don't get saved some people's families that she has murdered she has to go to jail she has to get justice chester figures out how to track ultraviolence it's her and allegra's energies are the same and voila where she's about to kill olsen is revealed but he overcomes her with psychological trauma <laughs> when ultraviolet approaches him chester is in the van and is able to blast an emp because he insists on going on this mission like i'm gonna help my friends to get rid of the few goons but there are more and neither these two fools know what to do until sue shows up who's clearly going to be the babysitter saving the day and you know i enjoyed her kick-ass scene it's very cheesy but i'm getting used to it <laughs> she goes to back up allegra and i'm like chester do something else because you all you can do is stand there in the van talk about allegra need backup she's like bitch so do i <laughs> frost just went mia senior member of the team oh um barry needs to do better with his training <laughs> uh allegra is being beat up by her cousin once again by 
while also being monologued by that creepy doctor who's like yeah we made a deal i'm gonna give her her voice back i'm like what does her voice got to do with her powers <laughs> weren't they light powers do they they don't go through her voice <laughs> they just fucked up her voice just for the hell of it like we just really wanted you to sound like shredder <laughs> or mortal Kombat. um yeah uh this all ends with allegra getting a power up <laughs> the power of love prevails once again <laughs> since the powers are based on negative all i gotta do is be positive all right um this does cause ultraviolet to be all meek and humble dr olsen goes to jail as esperanza gets to hold up in star labs avoiding crimes because that's the star labs way caitlin can also cure her because she or they nicked some of the the documents probably needed in court to convict this man and why can't they like that would be something to put in the court case of say i don't know ultraviolet that may reduce her sentence they might get her the surgery she needs but all these things need to be done through the justice system and y'all know i don't have a lot of faith in it but it's not to say it's not supposed to be utilized i wouldn't have said sorry i had to you know blast you with a ray of sunshine um i would have said i had to do it because you made me by trying to kill me not once not twice but like five times in 24 hours Uh, but nothing will change how allegra feels but that is conflating two separate issues like so you can still love me there's nothing wrong with loving the people that do terrible things but there's a difference between that and and supporting them you're pretty much helping her evade the law that's a let's abating a criminal (laughs) oh and how you wonder if the boss will be mad this is my thing ultraviolet says i turned into a monster so that means you're aware that your your crimes are bad and that you did them and you just assassinated someone like last week so you you understand right and wrong once you were free you chose to continue to do wrong so that's not on nobody but you um and then this whole i will love you yeah you don't no <laughs> same thing with if you know barry might not be okay with this decision then you the whole episode with you being like barry would approve was absolute bullshit you knew he would probably be like well it's not quite the same thing and you're kind of misinterpreting things and writing your own new narrative based on a few facts you know about me okay all of the facts Kramer meets with Joe apologizing for threatening to arrest him and explains her brother tried to protect her by keeping her away from the mission. Her brother being Adam Crake. Is that his name? I don't remember. I think so. Uh, And that's what the whole fight was about. She didn't know that he sold the unit out, but clearly looking back on it once again and the fact that she survived, that's why he's the one that made sure that um that they would go down i'm not sure how i like where this might be going i'm gonna hold my tongue but 
I really hope they're not making the Native American man the villain. He be Godspeed or some shit, or he's working with. I don't know because she talks about how we were alone, we were isolated, being the only Native Americans, and that while we're not blood related, we're bonded by our heritage and our circumstances of how we grew up. So, yeah while i do feel as if they have a lot to say to all of us (laughs) i don't know if i want the villain to be going that particular route because that's just um, um, because i will see what they're trying to do but i still feel it's in some certain type of ill-conceived taste but we shall see we shall see um she's been looking though to bring her brother to justice more than team flash with their siblings but i digress and wants joe's help to do so because he was like now that you've given me the story here's the file i'm not gonna tell anybody maybe you'll trust someone to help you she's like i already did that's why i called you here here's all the information i've been tracking him i need help allegra and chester thank each other and celebrate their win turns out that sue is going to be sticking around much much longer and eventually hopefully she just breaks up with ralph and then we never have to hear that again because i don't know if i could ever judge her by the fact that she (laughs) names ralph (laughs) but i like she's grown on me like she's grown on me a lot quicker than you know i expected last time because I think everyone knew that when she was first introduced i wasn't quite sure about her and slowly but surely it's still you see it took me a little while but i'm like when she said she's staying i'm like oh good i can't wait to see her and iris do some stuff together because i kind of feel like they would merc people together that sounds like something in there like i would love to see them whooping some ass and since they're not going to give iris a black friend like i wanted i will settle at least for a snarky one (laughs) because she isn't the cookie cutter version she's not the nerd she has her own little you know thing going on and it is like kind of more in the adult category than these kids uh allegra and chester agreed to some D &D since he was so supportive of her all day when barry shows up like what the hell's going on i mean what the hell is going on they both lie like nothing happened and he's like okay i'm going to just look at the surveillance footage later frost finds chill blaine who is no longer in jail but has turned state witness oh my god who the hell cares and that is how we ended the episode like i said it's just a little bit of a not a filler because it does do what it needs to do for the characters that it needs to do it for um would i expect this at the end of an 18 episode the 14th is it the 14th 14th episode in a 18 episode season maybe not but hey this is all about everyone leveling up in the third act before whatever is going to be the uh jumping off point for the next season i think that there was a lot they wanted to do with the season but covid just wasn't gonna allow that to happen uh that's fair 
I think that's fair for a lot of shows. Um, I don't think the season has been as terrible as some people really love to drag it down. <laughs> but I think that's because they're hyping themselves up on their own expectations, right? They keep jumping into the fucking spoilers, discussing everything that's coming, and then they draw their own conclusions. And then when it doesn't get there, everything else is inconsequential. So some of I feel personally because i don't watch the even the next trailer is that your expectations are what you set yourself up to if you're putting them up at the bar then maybe your bar is a little too high (laughs) i I put put the appropriate bar especially on a cw show like i never forget i'm gonna i know people like what they can do yeah they can but there's also a level of expectation um that's with anything you know, if I go to HBO, I'm going to be expecting a certain quality from HBO I'm not going to see on CW. And that's because I'm paying extra for this particular service. This is fucking free. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to be a dick about it or say that there aren't to be criticisms. Clearly, I gave my own. But I don't think, I think the melodrama does not match necessarily the creativity of the season has it been problematic of course they always are (laughs) and we should bring up those concerns and suggestions for improvement but at the same time like it's really not been as terrible it's been rather consistent with the stories where they're stopping where they're going uh this whole thing has been about family is it getting on the cheesy side yes it's at 8 p.m pg or g rated show a lot of adults also watch this show so the adults watching we really (laughs) should um curve some of those the same the same titans this ain't gonna be that it's not it's a dc show but it's not gonna be some sometimes i just think people are shooting themselves in the eye and blaming everyone else for the bloodshed it's like no that's the trip that you decided to take we do got some feedback from mimi let's jump on into the mailbag What up, Christina? It's Mimi. This is Feedback for The Flash, uh, Season 7, Episode 14. I believe we're on 14. Pretty sure it's 14. Um, Not my favorite episode. Um, I can't say that I'm a fan of Allegra. Um, And it's clear that they're really trying to push this... uh, chester and allegra thing and i'm not a fan i wish they could just be friends because they're i don't know i just their relationship don't sit right with me and i get it they're co-workers who are always together but i don't know it just i feel like their relationship would be worse than having to watch camila and friggin cisco's relationship like they I don't I don't necessarily feel the chemistry and I don't think either one of them are bad actors or actresses I just don't I don't feel anything when they're together um 
first thing I want to talk about, because I don't know if anyone else got irritated as fuck as I did, but I was to the point where I wanted to fucking stick my hand through the television and slap the shit out of her. I don't know what it was about her calling Chester Chuck that pissed me the fuck off, but it irritated my asshole so bad. And like the first time she did it, I was like, okay, ill, that's not a cute nickname. He's a black man and Chuck, for whatever reason, I don't like, I just didn't like his name's already Chester, which is bad enough. You could have came up with something better than that. You know, he ain't gonna come up with no cute nickname for himself. You're gonna have to do it and Chuck. And she just kept saying it like, why? I don't under, I don't understand. Why are you calling him Chuck? And better question, Chester, why are you allowing these shenanigans? Like it's straight up tomfoolery and I'm not okay with it. And she kept saying it. I swear, like, I wanted to gouge out my fucking eyeballs. Like, why? That's the worst nickname ever. Chuck. His name's Chester. I, I'm not okay with it. <laughs> I, and I wanted to stop. I don't ever want it to ever be heard again. Like, I, I just, I am not allowing such things. I will stop talking about that. Okay, so the storyline basically is, um, Allegra using the CCC, what is it? C Central Citizen, I don't remember what, it, whatever the Iris's newspaper is called. I think it's CCC, I think. But anyway, she was using the hotline to find her cousin and she was determined to save her. I don't know if we're supposed to uh, like just assume that she's been using this hotline for, for forever or if this is just like a random thought that occurred to her recently. I'm not sure. But I mean, I like the, the idea. I just wish we had something that was like a buildup to it. Like maybe her having a conversation about a family or something. I just feel like it was a good storyline that just came out of nowhere and I when I, when stories like this happen it makes me think that the writers didn't have anything for Allegra and Chuck <laughs> I tried it I really did and I hated myself for it <laughs> so I'm not gonna do that Chester anyway um they wanted them to build chemistry, I guess, and build a relationship and didn't have anything to do, like didn't have, didn't know how to do it. So then they came up with the storyline. I feel like it could have been a good way for them to get close, you know, because they're the only ones that aren't really like in, like together. Like, of course, Iris and Barry, um, when Joe's there, he's Iris's dad and Barry's foster dad and Cecile is his wife. I'm assuming they got married. I don't freaking know. Um, and then you got, um, okay, Cisco when he was there and Caitlin are best friends, but they're also really close with Barry and Iris because they've known each other so long. So like the natural rotation of things, just the way things flow, it would make sense that Ch Chester and... Allegra would be together because like they're the ones that don't know each other or know the other things and Allegra can't really be best friends with Iris because that's her boss I feel like that and her mentor I feel like that relationship wouldn't ever really 
be best friends like you she could be your confidant and you could talk to her because she's your mentor but it's not the same thing so chester and allegra being friends makes sense and then maybe if they would have like built that friendship in like like because sometimes you can see like you know you don't intend like someone's not even your type but you spend time with them and then you slowly realize that they're awesome and then you develop uh feelings for them and that happens and i wish they would have went that route um you know chester was raised by his grandma you know it seems like allegra was raised you know on the street with her cousin and that's all she had like they have things in common that could have made them bond and i just i hate that this forced interaction just came out of left field and i want to root for them because i feel like they're both like allegra's gorgeous chester's a dork but hilarious so those are relationships i root for but i just i can't get behind it i don't see anything there it's just it's not i don't see it <laughs> i wish i did i want to but i don't um and you know i I guess I I like that um, Sue came because they really need it back up because Allegra, as long as she had her powers, ain't ever tried to use them. And it's clear she was trash. I am pretty excited, though, that she's a supernova now because that was a dope ass little scene. And I appreciated her really trying to use her powers not to kill her cousin but just to stop her and protect herself and that's the, that's what she should have been doing this whole time and i for the life of me don't understand how barry like whenever somebody's a speedster he forced them in the speed lab and make them practice why he don't do that with allegra like the whole time when you were worried about the um other forces Allegra had her powers and y'all only used her every now and then to sprinkle of episodes like this whole time I understand she doesn't work for this uh you she doesn't work for Star Lab she works for um the newspaper okay but she is a part of Team Flash whether we pretend like it or not and she's a meta she has powers so why aren't we using them why aren't we trying to get her to hone her skills why you only care about speedsters Barry what about the rest of us Allegra deserved to be trained and if you can't train her I know there's some people around that you know that got powers that can train them. Shoot, especially now since there ain't no multiverse. Call Supergirl. Uh, what about the the Martian? Like, come on now. I'm gonna need you to do better, Barry, with your team, okay? You still ain't made that welcome orientation packet that I told you about to get everybody caught up. <sighs> Lord have mercy. Sometimes Barry would get on my nerve. I and I appreciate that they made Iris and Barry. <laughs> scarce because then it would have been like um it wouldn't have been uh you know as close of an interaction between uh Chester and Allegra I do like them building their friendship I do like them you know honing skills that has nothing to do with Barry um being the Flash so that was that was part I liked the storyline itself I already told you why I wasn't a fan um now let's talk about Miss Kramer because first of all the fact that she's a a Native American love it I I hate to say it but I made assumptions that she was Hispanic a Latina and now I feel like an asshole like I get it her name's Kramer but sometimes they make these characters up before they actually find the actresses and I was like you can't always go by um, because look at Allegra the actress's name is very like white it sounds like a European person 
um but she's hispanic she speaks spanish she looks hispanic so i mean she could be mixed for all i know i've never even dug into her you know google account her uh wikipedia so i have no idea but i just don't go by the name i was just going by the way she looked but once i seen that picture um that she showed joe of her and adam i was like damn she she doesn't look husband he looks and then it all made say they were on a reservation and i was like damn now i like kramer and i feel like i shouldn't just like someone just because they're native american but that's a story for another time <laughs> but like when joe was like so determined to like you know investigate her and then he was like you know something's missing and all of that stuff i was like wow joe has every reason to not like her but he really he must really be on her side and he must trust her and then he goes to confront her instead of going the same which he even said he, he didn't want to and she like curses him out and kicks him out and then everybody in the uh ccpd is looking at uh joe like what the hell happened and like you could it's a clear glass window and you see the people in the background looking i was like what bitch what is wrong with you i was like i didn't want to think she was dirty but maybe she is so then you know at the end when um you know they talked about it i was like okay i like where this is going um i'm glad they put cecile in it as just a supportive spouse that was what she is she could be used for instead of us pretending like she had control of her powers but that's another discussion for another time we don't need to you know beat that dead horse um i do like where that storyline is going and i'm pretty excited about it um side note sue saying she's gonna stick around i mean i don't think we need you but you know i'm not gonna make assumptions and just start dragging her for no reason she her fight scenes are pretty entertaining um whoever they got being her stunt double is on point so i i'll allow it and she's just a human with you know just super bomb ass skills so that's that's pretty dope um and then lastly let me talk about frost because i wanted to throw up in my mouth that last scene with her trying to take her boyfriend back to jail and he's like I'm like you I'm a hero now I turn state witness <sighs> bitch why if y'all was gonna make him so redeemable I use quotes y'all can't see but I did why the fuck y'all make him a criminal in the first place and then a stupid ass one at that like for absolutely no reason you want to you want you blaming frost for shit just because like he didn't even have a logical reason and now like now we know they're gonna give her a love interest that tried to kill her and frame her for a bunch of crimes i don't understand and didn't he kill people what kind of what kind of city is this where they allowing people that murdered other people to get away scot-free didn't he frame her for murder i and we gonna let him go no time like just time served and he's fine like see, is this what we own cc pd and the attorney's office and you know the government and whatnot or i guess the governor would have had to overturn it but still like seriously y'all can't like you know i'm not a fan of danielle panabega but she on the show and i've come to terms with that but her characters like she has two now y'all keep killing everybody she like and turn them into villains y'all can't get this girl a good man for once like seriously let frost get a decent nerdy dorky simple accountant boyfriend like what the fuck why are y'all doing this like seriously 
Don't nobody want to see this man who literally tried to kill her and her in a relationship. If that ain't, that's the toxic, trash relationships they always give her. And I just, for the life of me, don't understand it. If I was a Caitlyn and Frost fan, which, I mean, I'm really not. I could go with or without them. Seriously, I would be pissed. Like, why are y'all doing this? It don't make no sense. Like, ugh. I, I have no idea how y'all feel about this episode but I can tell you there was parts of it that just irritated my asshole and parts of it that were could have been better um but you know the, the flash is my show and I'm gonna watch it and I hope I didn't just sound like I was being like a sourpuss I tried to do like you say Christina give reasons why I didn't like something Hopefully it all makes sense, but I am over, so I'm going to end it here. Um, until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. That was Miss Mimi with her thoughts on the ep. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. So I'm right with you with the Chuck thing. That's annoying. Like I said, even if she had said Chuck and it was a joke, like, oh, it's a light joke because I called you Chuck that one time. When he actually got blasted and you still yelling Chuck in concern, that's not his name. That's just rude. They need to kind of move past it. <laughs> um, it's horrible. And I, I, yeah, I don't want him to get, cause it's not his name. It's not even close to his name. It's not even a nickname of your name. It, it doesn't make sense. Um, I'm also with you. They could have bonded by being black and brown. They didn't need to. <laughs> if she wanted, I just, you know what it is? I'm okay with these storylines if they would stop going predictably the way that they're going. Like if Esperanza at the end was like, no, comprende, I cannot be saved. I will not be saved. Then that would have been something I could get with that would lead to a conversation where these two people that are probably, as you stated, pointed out, been through some similar type experiences without growing up with parents and so on and so forth could have had these conversations and these bonds but no they did not they decided to make it a, a save a bitch mission and i'm tired of the, the captain save a home missions i'm tired of them i'm tired <laughs> i've already said how i feel about the the criminals being treated i think that's that's starting all the way from star labs going forth uh it's it's terrible what this justice system is doing but it's not even that occasion because i could actually get the whole stupid chill blame thing because when you turn state witness you basically you're signing an agreement to say i will provide you this if you take down my time and yeah they do it to people who murder other people all the damn time so i can't say that's not possible because i know it is they they cut them deals now do i believe this is a person worth cur cutting such a deal hell no <laughs> but the fact that you like you said that they are deciding to make a love interest out of someone who tried to kill her oh but that was just playing no it wasn't it wasn't you were setting her up for a crime for crimes that she did not commit you had the prosecutor's office chase you they had to find your ass to exonerate her so no there's no reason why this guy should be pushed as anything and why she's so obsessed when Norvok told me okay so you needed to go take him down all by your little self with your frost sickle wait what the fuck why didn't you just call back up and police and be like you know what i found him i tracked him down here's where he at 
or think to ask questions before you do so. <laughs> and being a rat does not make you a hero. And that's how she should have responded. They need to stop this. Stop it. It's not cute. It's borderline abusive. And you're right. Um, out of the two characters, Frost was the only one that I was half down with. Shit. And then y'all just ruin her with this horrible love interest thing. Like, no, Frost is a she's what's the word? Where you're just you're not you're not with no sex, nobody. You just you it's about you and your sister, you and your fam. You don't need nobody else. I know it feels like people need to have a love adventures. Give one to Caitlyn. Frost does not need to have one. Caitlyn been burned so many times that don't even just want to go down that road with her anymore. <laughs> oh. Um. So yeah. Uh. I think they're trying to make Allegra and Chester the new Cisco and Caitlyn. It's just as you said, it's not there. And romantically, I certainly I'm not rooting for it. Not even a little bit. Nope. I don't want it. If it happens, I'll be disgusted. Uh, I think that's it. That's <laughs> all my notes. So you made a lot of valid points in your feedback. And I agree with all of them. So if you want to join in our conversation next week, blackgirlcouch at gmail.com. Or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. If you have time, run over to iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a review. Until next time, peace, hair grease, black or magic. <laughs>